Hello everybody and welcome back to the Naked Thoughts Podcast. That was probably really annoying. Um, I'm not going to load that hand because it rings on and then it's going to be fucked. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Naked Thoughts Podcast. I hope your day is going great. I am your host, Tiana. How are you today? How is life? How are things? Do a little check-in. A little boom-bop bang to all the little homies that live inside your brain. I'm a fucking poet. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, I hope you're doing well. Sending you so much love and blessings, man. Um, I am doing dandy, quite fine. Um, the show is over. That is a closed chapter. I really feel like May ending. Hold on. I really feel like May ending was a close to the first like chapter of the year, which sounds which sounds weird, but like if I'm breaking my life up into chapters, it feels like one just closed for like a multitude of reasons. Like I ended a relationship, I closed out a production that I've been working on the entire year. And like those are just two big enough things to where I'm like and even like going into this week, like I, I auditioned for another show and then I have my personal show where I'm doing my own music. And that is like, after that's over, it's like summer begins and like I'm chilling, which feels crazy. I feel like I need to do like a cleanse, <laughs> but I have been honestly, I've been being so good to myself lately uh, in specific ways. And I've been good to my mental health but not to my physical self, which is weird. Um, but it's kind of keeping me sane. Like I've been going on a lot of nature walks in the silence. So like for me, that's become my form of meditation where like I go and I spend like 30, 40 minutes outside alone, no music. And I kind of just like hang out and I observe and I write. And so I've been writing a lot of poetry and, um, just kind of really like sorting out everything that I have going on in my head because I think I'm going through a lot more uh, emotional processing than I think I am but because I'm giving my mind that quiet time I'm not like overwhelmed and I don't feel like anxious or depressed I'm actually like really happy right now <laughs> which is like super cool and I uh I said the other day to somebody, I forget who, but I was like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to do things that are going to heighten my day-to-day -day happiness. And if, like, something feels good, then, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give myself the pleasure because why would I not? Like, it doesn't make sense to not. And I'm also in this space where, like, with that, it's also what do I really want to do with myself and with my life? Where do I see myself going? And... I want to make moves to like honor those things and like really deep dive into just becoming the person that I really, really, really want to be. And it feels cool to have a mindset that is more focused on that versus like pleasing others. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to put my head down and work 
in the areas of my life that I actually want to. I want to be doing the things that I love to do and I love to make music. So like, honestly, I've just been using the nighttime as like second daytime. And because of my job, like I get off work at like the nighttime. Like I'm usually home around 10 o'clock, 10.30. And so like now I say, fuck it, fuck sleep. (laughs) I will get a little bit less sleep and I'll spend, you know, two hours working on you know, whatever it is I'm working on. And it feels really good to just be diving into my passions a little bit more and being more consistent with that. Um, And physically, but on the flip of that, where I've been so good to myself emotionally and creatively, I have been not so great to myself um, physically. And I don't know, I'm not justifying anything because I shouldn't, but like, I've just been noticing that I've been, like, drinking a little bit more than I normally do and, like, eating a little bit shittier than I normally do, but also not, but also yes. Like, because now that I live alone, I have my own kitchen and I buy my own food completely. So, like, it's whatever I want to be here. And I do primarily buy, you know, I'm eating a decently clean diet. I don't eat a lot of overly processed food, but, like, work when I'm at work that's when like I just eat shitty. Like I feel like I've just been eating a lot of pizza and I I just like eat a fuck ton of pizza and that's weird and it feels weird and wrong. But like it's so fucking good and it's so easy. And because I'm like always on the go and like getting home at 10 o'clock, it's like, I'm not gonna cook a meal. Like fuck that. I'm gonna pop something in the oven, work on whatever I'm working on while it's in the oven. And then I'm going to go and grab it when it's done and I'm gonna fucking munch and I'm gonna continue working on what I'm working on. So like it just doesn't make sense to like sit there and cook, I don't know. But mostly it's the drinking. I've been drinking a lot more than I normally do and um, maybe that's bad, but also I've never been the type of person that drinks a lot. And I think it was like a, I, cause I kind of cut back on smoking and I think that might have been what it was, was like, oh, gotta do something. But also, like, now living alone, like, I really enjoy wine. I really en- enjoy, like, the feeling of having a glass of wine. And, like, my mom gave me, this is really, <coughs> sorry. My-, <laughs> my mom gave me, as one of my housewarming gifts, she gave me some wine glasses that belonged to her dad which meant a lot to me. And so it's also this weird thing of like, when I'm having a glass of wine and I like pour it into that that glass, those glasses, it kind of makes me feel like a little bit connected or with him, it kind of makes me feel like, I don't know, a part of him is like still alive, you know what I mean? And I really wish that I could have just like sat down and had a, a glass of wine with him one day. That would have been so sick, but I'm doing it in the spirit. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of that. So that's a funny thing that I've been dealing with. But what I mainly wanted to talk about, I, so I was like contemplating um, getting an IUD, just being back on birth control because I felt like a, it felt like a, something that was like a smart idea and 
Wow. This is one that I really don't know if I want to talk about. Because it feels, in this moment right now, it feels really personal. But also, like, that's what this is about. That's what this entire podcast is about. I should not feel guilty about the shit that I'm feeling. And I should not censor what I'm saying. This is like naked thoughts for a reason. This is my brain. This is me being candid. This is supposed to be the space where I am allowed to be honest and fucking... It's just weird. Because, like, I do this for me more than I do it for, like other people to listen to it that's just that comes with the territory but because I know people are gonna hear it it makes me feel weird about talking about this shit only because like the main right now the main people who listen to it are people that I know so it's like part of this really doesn't want to like fuck it naked thoughts this is my fucking podcast is my fucking life and guess what I don't care So I was contemplating getting back on birth control. And uh, to tell my backstory, I've been like a birth control kind of like... I've been a birth control lover, birth control advocate my entire life. Um, I got on it when I was not like super young, but like 17, 16, something like that. Uh, I think it was... I was 17 when I started birth control and I started with the patch and it worked really well and I loved it. I loved it. I used it for like a year and then, no, I think I used the patch for like two years and it really worked for me. It really helped with my hormonal acne and that was the main reason why I got on it in the first place. But, um, then, you know, you become a fucking horny teenager, whatever, Anyways, um, so yeah, I I got it for that reason in the beginning, but then I really just kind of like, I don't know, loved it. And I kept, fuck, I'm like, I'm gonna need to edit this a lot. So I really loved the patch. And when I decided to get off the patch to become, when I decided to get off the patch, I wanted to switch over to the IUD, but I was also like not, I was kind of scared of it. So I decided to get the shot, which was crazy. Uh, My experience with the shot, I was like psychotic for like a week because you're just like pumping three months of hormones into your body. And then you're like, and obviously I'm not a fucking doctor. So like take everything I say with a grain of salt, but I was just like a really raging bitch for like a week and then it was great and it didn't make me gain weight it was really chill um yeah sorry i have an itchy ear so i'm like fucking with my headphones um and then after i was done with the shot i decided to get the iud and i loved it i had it for like four years and it was so great and so fun and fresh um Yeah, same thing. I think I was a little bit more irritable, less patient, but I will also say that those are skills that I like consciously worked on as well. So I don't know if it was really getting off of 
birth control that made me calm down or if it was that conscious choice. Definitely, I would say a mixture of both. Um, Because back last August, so it would have been August of 2022, I got off of birth control completely, which was a crazy move because I was in a committed relationship with a a fucking man who, like, wanted children. So, like... (laughs) So, like, it was kind of a really ballsy move for me and I knew that I needed to be really safe if I was going to make that decision but I really felt like my body needed a break from it um being on birth control from the ages of like 17 to 22 those are like vital parts of your development I don't know it just felt like I needed to give myself a break and that was also like I was going through a lot of spiritual stuff and really getting to know myself And I think part of me felt like, and still feels like, which is where I'm going with this, I really want to be in tune with my body. Anyways, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Patience, Diana, patience. (laughs) So, I got off birth control. I downloaded, this is not, fucking not sponsored. I I downloaded the Flow app and I, it's like not that bad. It's like 40 bucks a year or something like that. And I started to just track my period and actually be good about it and track my, you know, all my um, symptoms and stuff like that. And it helped me become so much more in tune with my body and just like aware and, and listen to it really. Like, why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling and what do these things mean? And how can I you know, help myself out and love on myself a little bit more by understanding those patterns. And so, yeah, I've been off of it for a long time, but recently I was like, I feel like maybe it's a smart idea for me to get back on it. Um, like just in case, cause like, I don't know, man, who fucking knows? I just, I, part of me was like contemplating it. And so, Cause like I'm not trying to be no tripping, oh stumbling, oh not happening. Um, you ain't gonna catch my slipping boo. <laughs> I am not the one. I am not gonna be nobody's baby mother. I am not going to be nobody's mother right now on the gang. Like I would know. So I made an appointment to go and get birth control. I was gonna get back on the IUD. And I show up to my appointment. No, 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 this is what happened. See, and this is what I mean. Every time, this is what I fucking mean, dude. Hold on. This is what I mean. Every time I do any amount, the smallest amount of psilocybin, I... (laughs) just have these I have so many ahas so I decided the morning before my appointment to get my IUD put in I'm like I'm going to microdose and I'm up in the ha and I did not remember that the specific strain that I have right now is really fucking strong and so I was like I'm just gonna take two squares like two little squares of chocolate and it'll be chill and I'll go for my nature walk and it'll be great. 
I name the trees, which is something I do normally when I'm sober. So no, that has nothing to do with it. But my homie Brutus was breathing. Okay, Brutus was breathing. <laughs> and I picked up, like, it was, a, and it was an amazing nature walk. I wasn't, like, tripping, like, having hella visuals. And it wasn't, like, big breathing. But if I stood there and I stared at him for long enough, I could feel his breath. It was crazy. And I'm sitting there and I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, you really think that... I was like, this is what's funny about psilocybin is... You think that when you're tripping, you're seeing shit. But it's like, no. When you're tripping, you're not seeing shit that's not there. You're seeing what's really there. You are seeing the deeper levels and complexities of the universe that we live in. And when you are sober, you are, you have certain blinders up from those things. And that's not inherently like good or bad. And that's not me saying like, oh, you should be tripping on psilocybin all the fucking time to see the reality of the universe. No, it's, it's a tool that can help you tap into those deeper layers of the universe. And that's how I look at it. And that's why it's hard for me when like, people talk about shrooms or like like use them like a party drug like that i have this weird thing about that where to me i'm like no it's not a party drug this is like i see them as such a sacred medicine like a mental medicine a it's a tool to me so it's hard yeah i just look at it so differently and so when i do them it really is with like a lot more intention and purpose than I think it sounds to be like, yeah, I do shrooms all the time. No, it's like, it's different. Anyways, so I do that. I have a bunch of ahas. I come back. I'm like laying in the sun and I'm like aware. I had a timer on to like go off an hour before my appointment so I could take some ibuprofen. And it went off and I was like, hmm, do I really want to do this? Like, be honest with yourself, Tiana. Do you really want to have this foreign object in your body? And I had to be honest with myself. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, what is the point? It, feel, it felt like I was going so far backwards. Because I've taken all these steps to become more in tune with myself. To become more one and to understand myself and this physical vessel that I'm in more and it's been and it feels like to go back to where I was is such a stupid thing to do it felt like I was backtracking and I was like do I really want to and I had to like, <laughs> like I had to talk about it because there was I don't know, just in my brain, couldn't conceptualize, like, why am I doing this for what? Like, what is the point, really? What is the point? When in reality, also, like, if we're talking biologically, like, there's really only, like, three days out of the year that someone... Out of the year. No, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the signs of it all, but... Because it's not about, like... It's, it's about understanding my body, and I think that... And so I decided not to. I decided not to get it. And I don't know. It was just a decision that I was really proud. It was a decision that I was really proud of myself for because 
I felt like in that moment I was honoring my womanhood and honoring the part of me that really believes in living with intention and you know not like in a way like I don't know treating that part of my life those areas of my life a little bit more sacredly and like it's not about seeking pleasure it's about womanhood it's about like it's about feeling connected and in tune with my womanhood honoring the feminine in me and like i don't know i feel like as a being embracing really like who i am and like the i don't know i just feel i feel like i'm convinced that in my in a past life or in my most recent past life i was a male because i have <laughs> so many male tendencies like i don't know i just don't feel i've never felt as connected with women they always like because the you know let's for speaking stereotypically it's very it's more like nurturing it's more soft it's more you know like a, a little flower like a delicate flower i've never felt like that I've always felt more rugged, more sturdy, more, uh, like, I don't know, like rough around the edges. And like, it truly is because I was raised by men. I was raised by my two older, well, specifically my older brother, Ray, like he would fucking take me to the skate park all the time. And we would throw my scooter over the fence. We would throw my skates or my bike, whatever I was taking. He would throw it over the fence and then he would help me over and then him and all of his teenage friends would all go to the skate park and I would just be like there with them. And he would pack me snacks. Like he did a great job taking care of me. But being around all those male, the teenage males too, made me just more, I don't know. I can't even figure out adjectives to describe how I am. Just more rugged, more playful more um what are better words to describe this i'm not as sensitive i'm always looking i'm seeking for adventure i'm okay with getting dirty i i don't know there's just a different edge there's a certain level of edge to me and so i've never really identified with that and being in this place where I finally have allowed myself the space in my energetic body to release some of those narratives that I've had about myself and really step into a softer energy, a more delicate energy, but still like learning and finding that balance of being strong and being like sturdy while being soft and delicate. And it is a hard balance to find, but I feel more balanced than I ever have. And I feel safe in my softness more than I ever have. And it's been a really beautiful experience. And I felt like to honor that and to really help maintain that, embracing that feminine side of me 
and being able to be in tune with it and yeah and under just understand it more and understanding my body and the way that my cycles work and the way that that affects my brain and my mood and what my body wants for me you know like there are different ways that you should treat your body during different phases of your life because if you think about hormone levels and fluctuations we as a society run off the male hormone fluctuating pattern so it's a 24-hour cycle quote unquote well, we'll say cycle yeah it's 24 hours and that's how we run our days because of whatever testosterone levels are higher in the morning so then you they go and they fucking work and shit like that and they lower they drop and they become more like you know tired and sleepy at night and so then they do that but the female cycle is different it is like with the moon and so it's by the month and that is a different way of living that you really have to embrace like there's going to be a week of the month where I am feeling strong and that's where I should be in the gym lifting heavy going hard you know doing all of that being productive and then there are there is a week during the month where I really should be only going for walks, doing yoga, stretching, not working, <laughs> you know? Like there is a different lifestyle that comes with that and I think understanding that can help me become a more well-balanced, well-rounded woman because I can step into that side of myself and give my body what it needs in reality too, you know? Um, so yeah, that is something that happened this week that has significant more meaning than I really ever thought it would be, you know? I'm just trying to be safe and responsible at the end of the day, but then it turned into a, like, belief thing. Like a honoring my belief system thing. <laughs> And that is what is so great, though, about living with a little bit more intention is, like, I get to add meaning to life. Because what really, if you, if we really think about it, life is full of just loss and, like, new, new things and it's, it's birth and death. It's like, it's that concept. Life is full of birth and death. And that is just a constant cycle. Everything becomes and then it dies. And so like from that perspective, there really is no meaning to life. It's just you spawned and now you're here and then you're going to die and it's going to move on and whatever happens, happens. But we've gotten this insanely rare opportunity to have consciousness. And that consciousness allows us to add meaning to this meaningless life. This, because it's everything and nothing at the same time. I say that way too often. <laughs> it's everything and nothing all at once. And what I mean by that is, let's say there's something you're scared to do. If you look at it from the perspective of, yo, who gives a shit? You're going to die anyways and no one's going to remember you. So it's who gives a shit? Fucking go do it. Then it gives you that certain perspective of who gives a fuck? Do what you want. Do what you love. Add meaning to that because fuck it, right? 
But then on the flip, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that is the, that's the vibe that I'm trying to, trying to, you know what I mean? Man, I'm trying to get better at words. It is so difficult, but it's everything and nothing all at once. And by kind of making that something that I put at the forefront of my mindset when I'm making decisions, when I'm doing things like that, it's just helped me become a lot closer to the person that I am because I'm not operating out of a place of fear as often. I think that fear is definitely still present, but I think it needs to be present. It's a good thing to have fear. Fear is there to keep you safe. Fear is there to... It's, it's an emotion in your body. It's a signal. It's a signal. And a lot of the times, the scariest things that you have to do become the things that make the biggest change in your life. You know? And so a lot of the times, the best things to do are the things that you're scared to do in reality. I have no idea how I got to this point. <laughs> But I'm going to stop before I keep going through 17 different topics because we've tapped on so many things today. <laughs> and I could keep going. I'm just in one of those moods, but I won't. Thank you. I hope from the seven topics that we talked about, you gained something. <laughs> and if you didn't and you're still listening to this, I'm surprised. I'm shocked and I love you. And also that was just a little dabble of like the seven people that live inside of my brain. <laughs> and they all came out to play today. But fuck, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me babble. I wish you so much luck and prosperity this week. And I hope that you can take something from this podcast. If you take anything from this podcast, honor yourself and... Honor the things that are important to you. And rule number two is do not operate out of a place of fear because fuck it. Everything and nothing at the same time. Give, don't give a shit so much that everything means everything, if that makes sense. <laughs> it didn't make sense, but if you get it, you get it. And if you get it, that's why you listened. <laughs> Okay, have the best day.